Nip slips, jail time, snort in a cocaine line. Racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye fake attack, racist rants, Botox and implants, shoplifting spree, punch a paparazzi, unexpected pregnancy. It's another episode of Not Your Best Moment. I am your host, Keith Skopinich, along with Andrew Harris and Phoebe Matana. And today we're going to do a little skinny dip, dip the toe into the water uh, about the Golden Globes and uh, Prince Harry's book, Spare. How, well, uh, how's everybody doing? We're now, we're now a little, little more than a week out from the Golden Globes that were last week. I don't know. Did I, did, did I, it was interesting. It was an interesting because famously last year, NBC was like, no, we're not going to do this. And a lot of people boycotted. So there were no public Golden Globes, I guess. The controversy stemming from the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. The They're the ones that give out the awards and throw the, the event. They had no black members. None. And so um, that caused an uproar. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise famously gave his back <laughs> yeah that was really funny <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking about that today and uh it's just so funny to me because it, it feels so performative it's like a performative protest like that it doesn't solve anything but then i was like well he's an actor how else is he gonna protest <laughs> of course it's <laughs> he protests by acting <laughs> yes he performed the role of someone who was upset anyways gerard carmichael hosted and his opening monologue did you guys see this oh yeah i saw it it was yeah. um it was very candid <laughs> i thought it was i thought i thought it was brilliant except- i mean that's just it it was so it was like very i'm just gonna lay it out <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it like, i'm just gonna say like, it like it is they picked me because they had a controversy with black people so here i am however the the i will say the tone of it it, it didn't exactly bring the room up Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, this was not, you, you know I mean, what I mean? Like, I mean, that's fair, but like, how is it going to be like, oh, so last year this got canceled because we didn't have any black people here. And now this year they're going to be like, everything's great. We're going to have two white women host. Yeah. No, <laughs> no that, that really, that would probably wouldn't go down too no. well. Um, and, and you know, you, you kind of do have to address it and it seems like they were fine with, you know, having some fun poked at them. I mean, if they weren't, they wouldn't have had Ricky Gervais host for all those years. True. Um, they, they definitely had to, they had to like take their, their, uh, spanking a little bit before yeah, wait, the show. Like, spanking. <laughs> I was going to say, it's more like a slap. Take, take your lumps, but you know, it, yeah spank spank that foreign press association Listen, guys, i got one thing on my mind <laughs> it's the juicy booty of the hollywood foreign press association that just needs a <laughs> needs a good smack what is also interesting is that apparently they only had they had one black writer and he passed away in 98 and then they never even replaced him and that oh there's God. evidence that there was no other black writer ever in the history of the organization. He was that the checks only one. out though, which is wild because it's like it's it's supposed ostensibly it is it is you know based in Hollywood, but an organization based out of entertainment journalists from around the world. You know what I mean? Like no, there are no black journalists covering this. Any that's absurd. All you have to do is turn on 
extra or entertainment tonight and i mean granted those are americans but american is part i guess oh i'm sure other countries have you know black entertainment journalists they should i would hope they do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i'm I'm pretty sure they do i'm sure they do demographically i honestly don't know how that breaks down i don't often follow foreign coverage of entertainment well it to me it sounds like they went to like africa and they're just like we got to find the one white journalist from africa is what the how they were managing their writers it's called south africa (laughs) right it's like did you play in dave matthews band The, the larger the larger concern, of course, being the need for greater diversity and representation in the entertainment industry, which is an ongoing theme going back to Oscars. So white and all this stuff. And it's you got to kind of hand it to people, performative or not, for speaking up once once this became because the L.A. Times broke the story last year on. Hey, guess what, guys? They have no black members. Yeah, performative or not, really handed to people for saying, no, this is not okay. And NBC saying, no, we're not going to broadcast this. You guys, you need to do better. And that said, the winners were all, you know, very diverse. And the one that struck me the most was Kihei Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once, who um, I actually just watched it last night. Everything Everywhere All at Once or the speech? this the no no the the movie you um, watched the movie last night for the first time it well because it it was i didn't want to pay 20 bucks on streaming so no I gotta, i'm more just like i wish that i could rewatch that movie for the first time well you can if you go on amazon and do the seven no, day free trial of showtime time. not for the first time andrew <laughs> andrew andrew you're missing kidding. the point <laughs> Andrew's like if you go on amazon prime they will wipe your memory it's i saw i saw plan. it i saw it at noon the weekend it came out on Friday with my friend knowing nothing about it. It did well on Rotten Tomatoes. Michelle Yeoh was in it. I was like, okay, I'm sold. We went in and just imagine going in, not knowing anything about this movie and having no context whatsoever. I had context, but I will say I didn't, I had no, I, apart from, I don't, this isn't a spoiler. Well, maybe. It, uh. Don't spoil it for me. Okay, I won't. I'll spank you. I knew, I knew, I knew certain <laughs> elements. I did not know what I was in for and I've never seen a movie like it. I'll That's just that. it. It's so unique. It's yeah. such a unique experience. Everyone who is listening, you should watch all at once. Everywhere, everything, all at once. No, no it's no, the other way all of you, all, all listeners, I need you all to get together and watch it all at the same time. And you can do that by going on Amazon Prime and doing the seven-day free trial of Showtime. <laughs> this is not an ad for Showtime. I just want to point that out. I do you need to remember to cancel <laughs> Right, at the end of the seven days will be released on this will be released on tuesday so the 23rd you have to cancel by guys yeah there you go uh the other winner was michelle yo yes yes key uh way kwan's speech though and for those of you who don't know who he is or, or maybe you're aware of the context so he was data in the goonies and short round in indiana jones and the temple of doom and basically due to what normally happens to child actors in Hollywood, they get chewed up and spit right out um, and typecast almost immediately. And then to be, to be Chinese and have, you know, it's like, Oh no, no, this is, this is what you are. And then when you age out of that, you're kind of done. And if you look at his IMDB, there are credits, but not, not many. And he kind of talked about that, how, you know, having this sort of career resurgence come back, if you will, and how much it meant to him. It was it was really, really lovely just to see him be so grateful and excited and, and kind of overcome. And one thing that, that I found out after was that um, uh, Jeff Cohen, who played Chunk in The Goonies, he's now an entertainment lawyer and is 
his entertainment lawyer um, yes. and actually did the deal for for this movie for him which is that i love it's that, that kind of thing goonies never say die man goonies never say die <laughs> no but no but same thing with michelle yo though her speech it was like a she was talking about it too where she was all she said her career was kind of petering out and especially as she got older there were fewer roles for her and also just yeah, being an asian woman in hollywood does already limit the roles that you are able to play and just getting this role was like a huge huge thing and you know how she got this role right she wasn't no. originally meant for this it was originally supposed to be for jackie chan this role and it was supposed to be a father-daughter situation Jackie Chan had a scheduling conflict, so Michelle Yeoh was offered the contract. And can you imagine what a different movie that would have been with Jackie Chan in the lead? I can't imagine Jackie Chan having the emotional groundedness in this film that she that Michelle Yeoh brings to it. I can't. I, I'm sorry. I can't imagine it. I, and I won't. I also think the mother daughter aspect of it was like very real, and like I think it would have just had a very different energy otherwise. But. Isn't that wild? That's like one of those cosmic things that comes up where you're like, this is, this was meant to be. Yeah. The other um, <laughs> really, really lovely speech of the night, of course, Jennifer Coolidge. Um, Always. Who I can never tell if there's a character of Jennifer Coolidge. Um, <laughs> or the cult not. of Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> I mean, I guess Mike, Mike White, who uh, she won for the White Lotus and Mike White, who is uh, the writer and you know producer of uh, uh, of White Lotus, did mention that they, you know, kind of got there late after dinner had been served and they were all kind of drunk. Um, and that definitely tracks, especially if you saw uh, Jennifer Coolidge's post-show interview where they asked her what role she might want to play next. And she goes, oh, gosh, gee, I, I think I'd want to play a dolphin. Um, <laughs> wow, I that honestly, was really good, Andrew. That was a great was a Jennifer impression. Coolidge impression right off the bat. <laughs> no, but you're so, think, here's the thing. I love, I love that. I feel like every time she's acting, I'm just getting the real Jennifer Coolidge. You know? I, yeah, I don't, I, I kind of hope not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I do. No, just I essence do, wise, not, yeah. not actually content wise, more like the essence is authentic to her. Oh yeah. And she's look, and she's having a ball too with her, with her, you know, kind of career resurgence as well. You know what I mean? Again, has worked consistently. Like she was like, nobody wanted me. And then you look at her IMDb and you're like, you've worked every single year. Like you're fine. When, when, when she says nobody wants me and when I say nobody want me, it's two very different things. You know what I mean? Like she's in conversation <laughs> for things, but it was her, her right. speech. She's, was, she's, she's, she's what? in spot roles and you're not getting matches on Tinder is like the, the difference. It's true. Right, that was a mean joke. Well, it's not. <laughs> oh God, back to my fucking Tinder. So <laughs> when I was home, this is so embarrassing. When I was home, I was at a Christmas party at my sister's house. And my cousin was like, so who are you, who are you looking at? Who are you dating? I'm going to see your, 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 your dating app. And I, I tried to open up Tinder and I couldn't remember my password. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most telling like, oh. thing I've heard ever. It was so, it was so depressing. <laughs> you should have said that's because I'm on Hinge, but I'm not sharing that with you. Oh, maybe it was Hinge. I, I don't even, I don't, I rarely go on them. I really should up Andrew, my here I was giving you an out. No, I, I was listen, giving you an I'm, out and you decided not to take it. I'm going to be upfront. I am lazy. I am lazy and I do not want to go outside of my house. Wait, was that work. supposed to be a revelation? No. Was no, that supposed no. to be like a big confession <laughs> <laughs> that I'm lazy? We know you, Andrew. We know who you are. Like, I'm just often very tired. <laughs> Anyways. 
So we're from Golden Globe hosts. We are used to a certain amount of biting humor. There was more, you know, Ricky Gervais kind of set that tone. I mean, the Golden Globes didn't even have a host until like 2008 or something. But <laughs> um, there was one joke referring to Tom uh, Cruise's three Golden Globes that he tried to give back. There was. Uh, Carmichael came out and was I don't remember the joke exactly, but he was holding three globes and was like, these are the globes that Tom Hanks tried to give back. Uh, but I'll tell you, you what, I'll Cruise? give you that if anyone can tell me where Shelly Miscavige is. <laughs> Which is funny, but no one got it, I think, because so they didn't up. know that they didn't know that uh, she's the wife of the Scientologist, right? Yeah, she's the, the mm-hmm. missing wife of the head of Scientology. Yes. Who, who oh. Leah uh, Remini is, is desperately trying to find. I don't know. Uh, she's been missing for years. Um <laughs> And uh, no, there was a gasp. There was an audible gasp in the room, you know, for going after directly like because he kind of really directly attacked Tom Cruise o- over that. And Tom Cruise wasn't there. The rest of the Top Gun Maverick team was there. Um, but Tom Cruise was not. Oh, and then the capper will we'll segue now. But the capper for the Golden Globes and Hollywood Foreign Press Association in, a, in what has been a, several years of not your best moments. Um <laughs> Yesterday, I think, was the uh, the Critics' Choice Awards, you know, less than a week mm, yes. after the Golden Globes. And uh, there were many nominees who could not be present because they all got COVID at the Golden Globes. <laughs> Fair. Yes. Did Fair. they get the Kraken virus? That's what they're calling the new strain of COVID. The Kraken. The Kraken. And I'm like, that has to be a joke. But it's not. It's real. That is what they're calling it. Like the... Uh, imaginary sea monster kraken yeah that makes it so I just, much cool I, I just thought of the rum uh brand i know me too i i'm not gonna i love a dark and stormy it's the only reason i have rum it's there's i don't i don't care for any other rum based drinks but a dark and stormy sign me up but you can only have dark and stormies in june or august is that a rule is that like Fine. no white pants after labor day well i don't think anybody should be wearing white pants um ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous um <laughs> anyways uh moving on now i think yeah i would like to briefly touch on uh the reality segment because that's apparently what i do so there's love island going on right now which i am not watching but other people are watching and saying is wild but can i ask a question question actually about love island you can is is that a British show or is it an American version of a British show? Okay, here's it. It's a British show. And in the British version of Love Island, it's like, I don't know, like a whole like a whole summer. I can't remember if it's six. I think it's eight weeks of like they spend time together constantly for eight weeks in this like villa together. Um, and, you know, it's a whole uh, you have to pick people to stay with them so they can stay on the island. The American version is a is stolen from the British version and it's basically a shortened version. I think it's like a few weeks. It's like it's maybe half the time frame or something. Apparently it's not as good. I can't say that I've watched it cuz enough people told me that it wasn't great. So I watched the British version instead. So it's or like one, the one or two of the seasons. It's like the office but with British people fucking instead of working in an office. No, but the difference <laughs> is that the British version is the good version. I thought that was the true of the office too. No. People, I mean, like, like, it was you, not like, bad. You, you like the American office better than the British one? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. Same thing with Shameless. The The British Shameless is fine. It's good. But the American Shameless, at least up to a certain point, you know, at a certain point, it gets kind of crazy. Uh, and But, like, through season, like the first few seasons, the American version was way better. Um, I worked with and some I of the And I don't actors usually on, say that. 
I worked with one of the actors on the American Shameless, and I will never watch it now. Anyways, let's talk about The Bachelor. <laughs> oh yes. Um. Uh. So it's starting next week. Um. The new season of The Bachelor with Zach Shalcross. 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 I don't know. Something white. <laughs> we need your. We need your AI. We need your AI for the pronunciation. <laughs> The point is, he's, like, really boring, and I'm not even sure if I'm going to... I might watch it, but I might watch it the next day in the morning. He's, like, the most milk toast human. Like, he is cardboard personified. He's so boring. But he is the next Bachelor. And I was looking at the contestants, because I'm just curious, like... Are, are any it, of them actually interesting? Here's what I've... Here's the uh, data that I've compiled. Okay. Oh um, there's data. <laughs> there's data. <laughs> um, there are a standard number of recruiters and um, nurses, which are two of the weirdly, those are the two most common professions that I can recall seeing. I don't have data to back this up, but I have my own memory of it to back it up. So we have a lot of data. Um, we have a lot of um, nurses. We have a do lot we have of recruiters. Data or do we not have data? There is there is some data. There is <laughs> it's highly subjective data, which is also not data, but it is my opinion. Um, I also reviewed. I, I don't trust you now. <laughs> no. Okay. Here's what I will say. True. Lots of nurses, lots of recruiters, and a bunch of people who claim they have one job, but they're totally just influencers. Ugh. you know what i mean like they call it one thing they're like oh i work as a business analyst but we're like so you run an instagram account Ugh. uh so there's definitely a few of those my prediction for who is gonna win i predict they will be named olivia or victoria because there are two of each <laughs> <laughs> playing the numbers Very i'm just smart. playing the numbers here uh <laughs> and um honestly and i'm pretty sure profound. they're all, i'm pretty sure they're all white so i'm really playing the playing my odds here <laughs> I think there's two uh, black ladies. Um, no, it's not. I'm not saying that they aren't included in like the lineup. I'm just saying, uh, like Zach, the super white guy. I'm not saying that he won't like surprise me, Zach. Please surprise me and pick a woman of color. Do it, do it. But I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, one more thing. So I was looking through a couple articles, and at the bottom there are two people, and it says cut before the premiere. <gasps> and i don't know wow. what that means i don't know if this is something that usually happens but it's like did you did you do something bad or were you so unlikable or or what that they just were like we're just gonna cut you we'll put you on the end and like the lineup of the girls we're gonna put you on the end and then just conveniently crop <laughs> i don't that's know that's crazy I have no idea. Um, I will watch the first episode and find out if like something crazy happened or if they just were cut all together and these mysterious <laughs> women will never appear. I was going to say they're doing cutaways. They're doing cutaways. They're like, say your name. It's like, Jennifer. No, say your name. Do you know how to say Jennifer? I'm Jennifer. God damn it. You're cut. You can't say you're your done. name. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that kind of a name like Jennifer would give you an unfair advantage. Um, <laughs> Where's Jaina? Once he gets a taste of my Jennifer. <laughs> God damn it. Who's um, the other one? Like Boobra? Like, what? <laughs> I'm done All with right. this conversation. Um, I will, but not before saying I'm going to follow up with you on what happened to the cut before the premiere contestants next week. And I am. Asking you with finding out that information. 
I will find out for you, just for you though. Look, there's Phoebe's, also a- Phoebe's gonna be like Phoebe's gonna be like, I have so much data. But I have no data. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's all I very loose data that I, that I have. I don't have a spreadsheet. I just I have a memory and I read. Gotcha. These are both things that I can do and have. I am right. able to read. And I'm able to remember, but not in strong detail. Well, I love I love that we've <laughs> relaxed our definition of data for this show. Um, I've got some hard science on uh, Prince Harry's new book. <laughs> Is such a thing a thing? Are oh, you yeah, a I've royal got... expert? Oh, yeah, I, I, I am. A, I, yes, I, because I've said I'm a royal expert I, and I have pie charts to prove it. So that's my that's my data. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is he redhead? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is correct. This is literally all I spend time doing on my air, on airplanes is I just have my laptop open with pie charts and graphs, uh, making making data. Um, about you can't make hair. data. Yes, you can. You're just gonna make up data. I don't make it up. I just report it back with only some <laughs> to some degree of memory of what it is. <laughs> I, I don't make it up. Data. It's totally different. <laughs> Phoebe makes a bar graph. She's like, yeah, it's it goes to a certain extent over no, somewhere. All my bar graphs have like shading. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like shaded to the top. It's like in this area. Keith, can you do a Venn it's diagram? <laughs> can you do a Venn diagram of truth versus assumptions that we... <laughs> Here's what I will say. All my assumptions are based on truth. <laughs> Does that count? Well, all of mine are based off of Venn diagrams. Um, what I can't, what I can promise, there are two Olivias and two Victorias in this coming season. That is fact. Is one of the Olivias Olivia Jade, Lori Laughlin's daughter? God, I wish. <laughs> and is that what she's doing now? Now that she didn't go to college? <laughs> um. Yes. Ah oh, yes. Well, she's she's already won then. Um, so yeah, Prince Harry's uh, new book Spare was released, as well as um, both actual audio from his audio recording of the book and some made-up audio, which is very well done um, and <laughs> a little deceptive. And you're like, wait, he didn't say that. So I don't know how to describe. I'm not going to read this book. I'm not going to buy this book. I'm not despite what my newsfeed would like to believe that interested in it, um, especially after what I've read now. Um, It it seems to be something of an overshare from the clips that are circulating around and, and all this stuff. And, and Royal Highness, the Duke of Sussex uh, stated that, you know, this is writing this book, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it is, you know, part of his road to uh, better mental health, I guess. Um, <laughs> you sound so excited about it. <laughs> it's really hard. A- there's also just been so much. There's been so much Harry-related content. Yeah, that it I- can be really hard to be like super excited. They just had the documentary series come out, right? The Netflix well, thing. Yeah, and for for someone who likes to talk as much as I do, this is more details even for me. I'm like, this is this this, this should have been kept private. <laughs> you're you're you know, you're. Uh, your uh, threshold for oversharing is not that is is crazy <laughs> and yet oh yeah yeah exactly like i i you know i will uh, i don't care i'll talk but like if i went to the arctic and you know my penis got frostbite i probably wouldn't go around talking about it um, why did that come but, up have you um, done that <laughs> no but he did and he does talk about it um that's what's so <laughs> weird about it and oh, like God. there's you've not heard the audio clip from the from the audiobook 
<laughs> you have to look God. it up. I have now. I have to look it up. I'm just the thought is traumatizing. If only it were that interesting, because it, again, <laughs> the dude is not a natural performer. So he he reads the book and he's like, "I was in the Antarctic, and my penis had frostbite, and I didn't know if I was going to be able to keep my penis or not." And I went back to London and I talked to the doctors and they said, with time, it'll go away. And it was very painful, but in time, it went away. And it's just like, who, what, what? That was what that's so much information. Yeah, that's right? so much information. And just like, I don't know, again, I don't know what the goal is. Like, is the goal to reconcile with the family? Because this book isn't going to do that. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Like he, um, he calls Camilla dangerous because she leaks... Uh, private conversations to the press to sort of gain currency with the press to rehabilitate her image so that Britain won't revolt when she becomes queen. We're here. They didn't. It's fine. Um, you know what I mean? A um, lot of stuff about, well, kind of a lot of bad stuff about Camilla, a lot of, a lot of bad stuff about uh, William. William does not come off well in the book. Um, but again, I think I've said it before. You can't be that bald and wear turtlenecks and have people think that you're a good guy. Um, I, I, looks... I feel like the pegging does humanize him, though. <laughs> <laughs> does it? Looks, I feel like. I Wait, feel what like happened? Looks... What did I miss? What happened? <laughs> About how Kate pegs him. <laughs> I didn't oh, come realize on, that came out. This is a thing that came out. It totally did, did it, and I totally. Oh Wait, my god! Yeah, show me your data. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go all fact check, but this is one of those things that, like, yeah, it maybe it wasn't true, but like, I totally believe it. <laughs> I don't know, like, royal Maybe. experts spew shit. Who really knows what's going on? But well, that, <laughs> you that, know, that, how does Harry thing. know that though? <laughs> how does Harry know that? Harry, I don't. Well, I mean. They, they're brothers. They talk. <laughs> they're brothers. Yeah, I'm trying to get Megan to pregnant. How did you convince Kate? Like, how did you? How does that come up? Oh, oh I would love to hear that part in the audiobook. So that's William. That's the oversharing into, I wish that yeah. I heard. You, you once told me that you and Catherine were into pegging, and I'd like to get Megan into pegging. I'd like to call her Pegging Meg. And <laughs> my brother, well. He got very upset with me, and he punched me in the face. And then we got into a slight brawl, and then we attended the VE Day service at Resonance Rabbi. Um, yeah, it, it. And again, if this is if the goal is to you know clear the air, get your you know get, air out your demons. Why are you airing out other people's demons, particularly other people who are already not so happy with you? You know what I mean, like. I don't know if he thinks he's trying to change the monarchy or or what um, and turn it into more of a transparent situation. I, there's a democratic, you know, uh, I think argument to be made very much in that favor. However, histor it very much does not run on that. It is part of the point of the monarchy is to be sort of mysterious and ethereal and higher than an L and area. This book is just kind of bringing it down a little bit, which probably in the long run is going to be a good thing however there are a lot of private details that, about other people that i'm sure he doesn't have permission to print um that are in just, the book he needs he needs money that's why that's why he's doing oh, yeah. it he needs money. that's 100 percent it there's I, no he, other reason it's not is meant it well the problem is his mental health is so expensive to keep 
<laughs> to keep up with. So he has to pay for those expenses. Right. Well, gotcha. I did. I, I I don't know if you remember, but uh, it, back in September when um, uh, the queen died, there were uh, there were rumors that the book uh, was being you know sort of delayed a little bit out of one out of respect, but also one of the rumors that I had heard, and I I can have a, a pie chart to back this up, is that um, the publisher <laughs> the publisher was like, we want more dirt. You know what I mean? So, oh, I and, and then that, that does, that does speak to the like, well, I got to get paid. Um, you know, I'm living right. in a, you know, mansion <laughs> in Montecito. Oh, I wonder if their house got in trouble because where they, the area where they live is the area in California that's being hard hit by the rain. So I wonder if that's the only other thing that, that came to mind about this book is the title spare. spare. I find it yeah. so funny. Wither the spare. <laughs> you get hairy. Well, no, because you, yeah, you've, you've, the, the, the phrase is, uh, you know, you have the air and the spare. Then I think yeah. he writes about how, you know, basically the only reason he exists is if William dies or needs a kidney or something, which is. Yep, that's little, it. It's kind of grim, but yeah. But like royal, like in royal succession, that's basically what it is. Yikes. Maybe there's a period of time where like he was writing this book and it was just really boring. It was about like how he wanted to start a bowling career. And then they had to like spice it up and make it about his royal royalty. <laughs> I'm delirious yeah, today, guys. The, 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 <laughs> Good luck the, with the, the forward. <laughs> the, the introduction of the first draft of the book. To be perfectly honest, I left the monarchy to start a burning league. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, I don't know what I don't know what the joke is, but there's a William's Spare. head is bald like a bowling ball joke uh, somewhere in there. I just can't find it. I can't find the joke, but it's there somewhere. <laughs> I think they're all bowling balls. <laughs> and he does. He makes fun of William for losing his hair, which is just kind of like, what? He didn't have any control over that. That's just male, yeah. male pattern baldness. I think. I'm glad that he's okay with like, he's okay with like him getting pegged, but losing his hair. He's like, he's just like totally different things. <laughs> Like, uh, the hairs are a little asterisk. Whatever sexual thing. stuff you want to do is great. <laughs> that, has, that hasn't been fact checked by our by our team. <laughs> we are the, you know the crack team of researchers that I'm serious. This was every episode. Okay, I'm serious though. This is like actually a thing. This was like actual rumor that went around for a while. I can't believe you don't know this, royal expert. I don't go in for the sordid sex details. I mean, I don't go in. It just came up which i don't know what that says about my social media <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have time to unpack all of that your videos aren't just filled with like cheetahs cheetahs running up and hugging their handlers <laughs> that's it's mostly says. dogs <laughs> oh huskies phoebe was trying to write type in simon peg simon yeah um so you know i'm sure i'm sure the that the spare the spare story may be um an ongoing situation depending on the fallout you know and we are getting closer to the coronation um it'll be interesting to see if uh, uh harry and megan are invited to the coronation um in may it's on may 6 uh i don't be, uh, that would be uh, very interesting probably not <laughs> to be perfectly honest, at this point, I'm sure they would overshadow, you know, the crowning of the new king of Great Britain and the Commonwealth. Guys, I think that was not your best moment. Skinny dip edition next. Think? 
I think I think this coming Thursday we have an episode dropping. Uh, Olivia Wilde versus Florence Pugh. It's gonna. It's all about the movie drama with Harry Styles and everything else. So stay tuned for that. We'll be dropping that on Thursday. It's gonna be a deep dive, and I'm looking forward to it. Nip slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye fake attack, racist.